Hey guys, can we join hands and form a conversation triangle? Of course, Nady Crockett. We always have time to chat with the king of the wild frontier. Yeah, Nady Crockett. Chatting with you is sweeter than strawberry sashimi. Well said, Brent. Thank you, Catherine. That's nice. And you two know that... In all the decisions I have made in my public life, I have always tried to do what was best for the podcast. Throughout the long and difficult period of, of the Mr. Bean movie, I have felt it was my duty to persevere, to make every possible effort to complete the term of office to which you elected me. In the past few days, however, it has become evident to me that I no longer have a strong enough political base in the group chat to justify continuing that effort. Therefore, I shall resign the podcast effective at noon tomorrow. No! We elected you to a full term with the intention of electing you again. Yeah, and then we're going to add an amendment to the podcast constitution that allows you to serve for life as king. I know, but last week's intro was wrong again and it's getting out of control. That being said, I've had the FBI whip up a dossier on you too, and... This week's intro is going to be 100% perfect. So go ahead and open up your new scripts and let's start the show. You are listening to the North American Friends Movie Club. A show where we talk about films. Movies. And the cinema. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Kate? Sure thing. I'm Kate, and I'm a shark expert. I love those big white water doggies and their cute little triangle teeth. No matter how many times they try to bite me, I still want to give them a big old smooch on their wet faces. I'm a huge fan of the slippery gray Dorito on their back, and I like how their eyes are blacker than the shadow cast by the grave of your one true love. Some people assume that uh, because I like sharks, I also like dolphins, but uh, no. Dolphins are weird little freaks who never lost their baby teeth. (laughs) Killer whales are fine, though. Speaking of giant slabs of sentient blubber, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, Brent? Thank you, Catherine. I'm Brent, and I've got a fever. Oh, no! Pumpkin fever, that is. It's that time of the year, folks, and I'm in my element. The pumpkin patch is looking like a basketball factory after a catastrophic malfunction, and it's almost time to start yanking those big (laughs) wrinkles. And it's almost time to start yanking those big wrinkly bastards out of the ground. Uh, Will you two be celebrating the harvest? The pumpkin harvest? Yeah, the pumpkin harvest. You know, pumpers, vine boulders, stink melons. No matter what you call them, we can all agree that they're most delicious orange fruit on planet Earth. As for me, I'll be spending the day at the farmer's market with a bag of wigs and baked beards so I can eat as many free pumpkin samples as I can before I'm quietly asked to leave. Okay, now Nate, let's start the show.
This is what it sounds like when we're doing a podcast. We're currently doing one. This is the North American Friends Movie Club. It's right there in the name of our show. What we prioritize and in what order. And Friends comes before Movie Club. So, Friends, how are you doing? Nate, have you prepared anything for today? I did not. No, another week, another week's gone by. I feel like when it comes to me, maybe I will have more to say because I was very productive this week, but I did uh, no preparation for this moment right now. And I'm feeling embarrassed, ashamed, a little no, nervous. Brother, brothers aren't heavy or what's the same? Brothers don't weigh anything. Good point. That's brothers a great point, Kate. Brothers don't weigh And anything. I feel better immediately. Also, I'm- wet boys don't feel shame. Wet boys do not feel shame. <laughs> wet boys are always slick. Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, but uh, you did have a busy day on Friday, so maybe just give us a little update on how the liquor store is going. Um, liquor store is going good. I I had a what I would consider an unproductive July, and I got upset with myself, and I've been uh so much more behaved in August. I've been very very well behaved. The first week of August is going strong for you. Yeah, I've accomplished a lot. I have big plans for this week. And I was done our intro in good time this week. And I think I'm going to edit a video tonight for a <gasps> podcast. How and exciting. so I just think I've, I'm feeling, I feel like I took my little summer break mentally. And now I'm ready to move into the future. How can we support you? Um, I think you guys are doing exactly what you need to do. And I feel supported by my friends at all times. The wet boys are keeping you wet. Yeah. You guys, I was feeling heavy. And then I look at my tattoo says, brothers don't weigh anything. Yeah. All of a sudden, That's right. fucking light as a feather. That's right. How about uh, you, Brenty? How are you doing? Um, Remember episodes ago, I threatened to uh, get a, um, uh, what's it called? A fanny pack? Mm-hmm. This, yeah, well, this is a while ago. Yeah. Well, I did it. Okay. Yes! Yeah. Um, I got one actually for my birthday, and I didn't bring it up because I wasn't going to sure if I was going to use it. You had to take you had to take it for a test drive first. I had to give it a trial run. Got it you know, for you. that's the the family. That's that was um I, I said I wanted one and they said no. <laughs> and they said if you want one, you have to get it yourself. And I said, yeah, okay. But anyway, I knew they were going to get one for me. So I got one. And like Brent always promises, he'll never give a recommendation unless he tries it himself. Yeah, they, that's the Brent guarantee. 100%. Um, it's been a month and I'm disappointed. Oh. Yeah. Let's um, hear. I want to hear a lot about this. Yeah, I'm very disappointed in myself and <laughs> what the fact that I cared and wasted 40 years of my life. Oh, what a surprise turn. Holy shit, it's life-changing. I am beaming. <laughs> my God, what a storyteller. The, He's so good. Why? Listen, I, I will go to bat for women 
and anybody <laughs> for the rest of my life. Yeah. When I, you know, that old trope where her husband's like, oh, she's got so many bags and so many purses. Shut the fuck up for a while. <laughs> yes. Let her have as many bags as she wants. Because yes, you know what? Different bags require different things to be held in them and different fashion. So shut up. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. I am wearing this thing everywhere I go. Go for a walk. I, I'm, I have it. I am prepared. I got a cell phone in there, sunglasses, my wallet, mm-hmm. uh, poop bags for the dogs. Sure. Oh, it's car keys. House it's keys. amazing. How are you wearing it? I don't. I don't have house keys because you know what I have. I have one of those. Uh, you put the digital code oh, in. I got that too. The door. I, have I got that, that too. Yeah. It's legendary. All, brothers all have that. Hell brothers yeah. don't code get bros. broken into. <laughs> code bros don't get broken into. <laughs> The only thing you can break into is our hearts. Yeah, that's Aww. right. How do you wear um, it? How do you wear it? Are you wearing it around your waist? Are you doing a crossbody? No. Are you crossbody over you one shoulder? Boom. Oh. In front or behind? And in front. Okay. And sometimes when I'm feeling like, you know, I got a little bit of swag going, I got a little bit of a little balance in my step, I'll put it on the back. Hell yeah. Sure. Um But you know, if you see any riffraff, then you put it around front. That way you don't get pickpocketed. <laughs> And I get looks. I get looks. I don't care. You get sure. and you know, people that are like, oh, look at this guy. Look at this swag. I wore it. Um, Jeremy went into the Pride Parade on Saturday. He was walking in it. And we went down to watch. And I have my thing. I was the bell of the ball. Of course. <laughs> I fit in so perfectly. People, they just, I, I just, I just. I was undercover. It felt like I was undercover. I love it. I loved it. I loved Pride Parade. Pride Parade is the best time ever. It's literally just. The best. It was longer than the Christmas parade. <laughs> yeah, more excitement. There was better, way more bangers. I mean, oh yeah, so many more bangers. Way more colorful music. People just letting their freak flags fly, doing their thing. I loved it. I was, I was just, I smiled the whole time I was there. Even after my kid walked by, he was the very first float. I stayed for the whole thing. Is wow. he a part of like a? Like a group in his school, or was it just like some buddies? Or it was the gas station float. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh, he works at a gas station, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, he was the first float. It's a youth group they have where it's all allies and for all the LGBTQ community. And um, that's cool. They, they keep uh, Britain. It's so small, and they the per- the. It's larger than the Christmas parade. That's fucking awesome. No, it was it was it was the largest one in in the province up until Hal- up until Halifax has theirs because they canceled theirs because of the wildfires. Mm. But they're gonna have it and they're gonna bump them in the spot. But that's beside the point. It was great. Little I I was googling what different flags meant. I was educating myself. I was bopping to the music. I had my fucking purse around my shoulder. Excellent time at the Pride Parade. Now, I'm going to give you a recommendation that I think is going to take this to even the next level. And that's okay. this is my oh, my old grandpa's move. And okay. I, I saw this pay off a lot of times in his life. You go and you get the very smallest Swiss Army knife they sell. Okay. It's just a little blade, a little tweezers, and a little toothpick. Mm-hmm. That's all she that's all the whole knife is. Mm-hmm. My god, you're going to be you're going to be opening boxes. 
You're going to be pulling out slivers. You just, you zip that out of that fanny pack. And now, now not only are you carrying everything, but you're like a medic in world war one, ready for literally anything. And I, I support it. I was also, I, I didn't know where you were going to go with that, Nate. Cause I also thought maybe you were going to say handkerchief or Zippo. Oh, I, a lighter is a, at least a Bic. That's not a bad idea. No, what I'm going to do to be a, cause I'm an ally. Um, I'm going to put uh, tampons in there. Sure. I was also thinking tampons, Brent. Because I work with all women. And then just guess. Just be like, do you need one of these? Do you need a super <laughs> or a regular? Or is it a light flow thing? I'll just say, I'll just say, what stage of your menstruation are you in right now? <laughs> oh, oh, unzipping different parts of yeah. the fanny pack. I have heavy flow. I have light days, active. What do you need? <laughs> no, 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 no. Brett, 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 Brett. Get a customization on the strap that's like a bandolier for bullets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now we're fucking ready. Right up from the top is the heaviest flow days all the way down <laughs> yeah. to the light flow. Yeah. I got ya. Yeah. I think that would be a nice gesture. I always talk about menstruating at work with the women because yeah. we've been over this. We've yeah, been over we've this. talked yeah. about this. They tiptoe around. I'm like, you don't have to tiptoe around me. You're shedding your uterus. I don't care. Sure. It's fine. And I'm imagining you wearing your fanny pack over your scrubs while you're saying this, and it makes it even funnier. Yeah. Lab coat with the fucking bandolier tampons on there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ally written on the back. Yeah. Talking about the pride yeah. parade all day. Yeah. What does it look like? What color? What's the fabric? It's all black. And it's like a nylon material. And it's my, my buddy's brewery made it, sells them. Oh, so I'm perfect. supporting local and supporting perfect. friends. Oh. August is a big time Brent supporting month. Yeah, you've been supporting people left and right. I also made a blueberry grunt today. Yeah, I saw that picture. I wanted to talk about it, but I said, oh, this is content. I got to save this. What's a grunt? What's a grunt? A blueberry grunt. We picked uh, fresh uh, blueberries today, high bush ones at that. What's um, that mean? What's that mean? Well, there's the ones that are high on the bush and there's ones that are low on the ground. That's low what bush. I assumed. So the low bush, you're getting squirrel piss on them, I imagine. Sure. Um, sure. Dog piss, cat piss, a lot of piss on them. So Deer's high, licking them. Exactly. Step, sniffing them, stepping in shit, walking on them. They're still good berries, but those high bush ones. That's a that's a jam berry. <laughs> those lower, those, that's a right. jam berry. Those need to be cooked thoroughly. Yeah. yeah. So we we got some high bush, not to brag. We got, we got them, and I said, well, this is like, let's make a blueberry grunt, which is code for Brent. Look up how to make a blueberry grunt. Sure. So I did, and yeah. I I boiled berries down with butter and sugar until they're Classic. all syrupy and stuff, and I made a dough beforehand. Um, and then, so once the berries are all cooked down, you you take the dough and you plop it in in different spots on the grunt, on the, the, the berries, and then you put parchment paper over in a lid and let it steam. It's like dumplings in a stew. Interesting. Oh. And the steam cooks the the dough, and then you just scoop and it out. And berries I, stick in the dough. Yeah, half. So the bottom half of the biscuit is all blueberry infused goodness, and the top is just a normal biscuit. And then okay. you. Uh, so it's like a biscuit, meaning thicker. Like yeah, it's not like a crumble. No, I'll send a picture right now of the the finished product. Um, and then I made my own whipped cream. Oh man. And uh, so there, there's the picture. Where's Horny Gary? (laughs) (laughs) Whipping cream. That was my favorite time was just to make the cream. High bush. (laughs) Uh, These better be high bush (laughs) because. 
<laughs> so, okay, yeah, I would I would fucking eat these. I love a little bit of a soupy dessert. I'm sure a oh lot of God. people are averse to a soupy dessert, but the I love a soupy dessert. And then that's the picture of the homemade uh, whipped cream. Never buy whipped cream. Whipped cream is so easy to make. Tell us. Yeah, you just turn on the thing. A cup of uh, heavy whipping cream, two tablespoons of sugar, and a half a teaspoon of uh, vanilla. Whip okay. it until it gets stiff peaks and you're in like Flynn. Stiff peaks. You know. I've oh. stopped receiving sexts from men, but I will accept photos of homemade food. Stiff peaks? Of stiff, stiff peaks? peaks. Look, at how, look at how stiff that peak is right there. <laughs> oh four hours uh, of have you so uh, it's almost time to get to kate because she's mm. been waiting very patiently yeah. but i do want to ask yeah. just have you attempted a meringue yet 100 percent. and how was how successful was your meringue it attempt? was delicious same thing you just use egg whites and sugar and you you uh mix them to stiff peaks now you're a meringue tang i was okay. just okay. thinking that <laughs> nate is okay. is you just asked that just to make the meringue tang joke? No, when I said it, it happened, and I was the going pleasure to say that the pleasure and warmth mm. that flowed throughout my body as I was finishing the question, oh knowing God. that no matter what you said, I was going to say it. Uh, I, I, it's this is what we live for, guys. This is you, why we do the show. There's a reason why we're friends. That I Nate, I was literally waiting to make that joke. If you check our group, there's there's the the meringue tang. I'm loving all of these. Lemon meringue now, pie. Can you can you turn one of these pictures Ooh. into the one where like like the weird guy? Hundred percent. The meringue. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah. When you post these online, please add the guy yep. to every single one. He's holding. The, he'll be holding the pie. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. And it'll just be like the caption will be sweet sin. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kate, how yeah. are you doing? So I had spoken to you guys last week. I was like vibing. Everything was going great. And so in I have spoken previously about how I'm an extrovert and I like to go out and do things or I like to do like one thing a day. So this weekend, though, I was with Julia and we did not do anything all day Saturday and all day Sunday. And to some people, that would sound amazing. But, like, I did not like it. And mm. I got kind of depressed. And then I was like, Kate, you know that this is not your vibe. And I was like, I know, Kate. But, like, it's okay, right? Like, 100%. We did go school shopping. And we didn't have a list. So Jules just, like, kept putting things in the cart. And I was like, well, we'll just return them if we don't need them. So that was a highlight. And I bought... This is how depressing this weekend was. Like, uh, we went to Target and I was like, I'm going to buy myself a shirt because I always buy her like clothes or whatever because she's a child and she just keeps growing. This is a thing about children, apparently. Um, and you know what I bought myself? I bought myself like work pants and a work shirt. And it's like so boring. And like, it's tough to justify the, the special purchase for a special lady. Thank you. Like, why don't I buy myself? And then I see these ads on the internet or like, you know, how they have specific to you advertising. And it's all of these like bright coordinated outfits that have like, just like it would, it would be cool. Like I would be like a cool middle-aged woman, but no, like I just buy khaki pants and I wear a blue button up shirt. Like what's an outfit that you wish you 
could just put on and do it like a fun, like in your mind, what's like, man, I wish I could just make myself be that fun. Um, like a court, like cohorts. When I say that, do you know what I mean? Like that's the new term for it. So it's like matching pants and a matching top that have some kind of bright, fun print. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. And yep. then there's something interesting about the shirt, whether it's cut in an f- interesting way or I don't know. But I'm doing well today. I'm I'm doing good today. I was really happy uh, to do this podcast today because I missed you guys this week. And it's your movie this month. So why don't you Again. tell everybody what you picked? So if Nate leaves it in last week, I had a, you guys heard me talk it out and I chose Step Brothers again. And afterward, I had a lot of feelings about it and I felt bad. Um, but then I watched it again and God damn it, is it not one of the best movies? So. Yeah, I don't know why you felt bad for even <laughs> one care. second. No, I know. This one, like, there's... I gave the mummy 10 for relaxation and I feel like I should have marked it lower. Cause this was even more relaxing to me. This was like, Oh, just settled into the hot tub, bubbling and- brew of warm water. Like- <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, I- you guys know, right? Yeah. I, just, yes, I, I love that. You're kind of, you kind of like obsessed with cauldrons. This is your second you cauldron. Really? No, Brent, 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 and you guys, I don't even think I've told you of this one very long-term dream that I've had, which is I want to own a samurai bath. You guys know what I mean? No, no. Like uh, if you see old drawings of samurais, they're always like getting oh. into a big wooden like tub and it's like a big circle wooden like barrel tub. Yeah. Like, I really want one of those barrel tubs. I think I that was wanna... spirited away, wasn't it? Isn't yeah. that what the no, swamp monster thing got yeah. into? Yeah. 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 I, I want like a spirited away bath. I don't and, think you'll uh, be a self-actualized person unless until you get one. No, I'm going to like, I'm going to build it myself. This is going to happen one day. And uh, then I'm going to get in there with uh, my hair in a top knot. And I'm going to put different uh, like uh, cherry blossoms and stuff in there. Oh. It's going to be, Are you I'll, gonna I'll have some know women, I'm successful. Some women with sponges on the outside. If I can, you know, I never, I always hope, but we never expect so that it's a nice surprise if it happens, you know. <laughs> now these women, uh, do you prefer high bush or low bush? <laughs> oh, Lord. Any, any bush, no bush. <laughs> all good. It's all good. So, um, yeah, just, it's funny that Nate is kind of a stuff with cauldrons and I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So I want to, um, because this is my movie, and normally I do the synopsis of the movie, Nate has done a lot of synopsis, so I feel like it's Brent's turn. You want me to do the synopsis of uh, Step Brothers? Yeah. All right. Um, yeah. I'm just uh, going to sit back here in my tub. Go ahead. <laughs> I wasn't expecting this, um, So, but you know me, I'll, I'll give anything a try. Um, I'll try. This is your flu game right now. You're a different man now. You have a you have a fanny pack. It's a I've I've eased into calling it a purse. I <laughs> I just it's easier to say because I go to say fanny pack and I can't get it out. It's a it just I just say purse because it's not your fanny's not involved in this at all. It's more of a titty pack right now. Titty pack. Titty pack. 
The movie Step Brothers is um, a comedy directed by Adam McKay. Um, it stars Will Ferrell and John C. Riley as two 40-year-old um, kind of lost-in-life gentlemen. Um, their mother, uh, played by Mary Steeberger, Virgin, Virgin. Um, is the mother of Brennan um, Huff, and the father is the father of Dale Doback. Um, he is a medical doctor. He speaks at a conference, and he kind of love at first sight with Mary. Um, they are kind of getting hot and heavy, and she admits that she has a 40-year-old son that lives with her. And everything stops, and he admits that he has a 40-year-old son that lives with him. Um, cut to them getting married. The brothers, or sorry, the two 40-year-old men aren't happy with the marriage, and they decide to live together where the brothers face off and don't like each other and are very territorial of his new home, which is Dale, and Brennan is very uh, threatened in his new environment. Um, hijinks ensue. They fight, they argue while stressing the marriage of their parents. Eventually, they find common ground and they realize that they are not only stepbrothers, but they're true brothers. They enjoy all the same things in life. And even though it's looked upon as loser behavior in society, it makes them happy. Eventually, this doesn't help the marriage. The marriage gets strained to the point where they have to get separated and divorced. And these two gentlemen are forced to be become adults. Um, they, Brennan organizes the Catalina wine mixer, Clark's barking, and Dale is working at the catering. They get together, the parents are there, and they realize that their, their kids are professional, but they're not happy. And the father decides to encourage them to be themselves, and they give a great musical performance, saving the Catalina, Catalina wine mixer, and everyone's back together in themselves, and that's Step Brothers. You, you hit every single part. You hit every single part. The eyes, again, were darting around the room. <laughs> I had my hands up like I was orchestrating an orchestra. And at the very end, I did the big finale and I pushed forward and like, ta-da! <laughs> I don't know why I do that. Yeah. But it Such helps me get through. speaker. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, do, I do public speaking a lot when I do teaching. And I, I wonder if I do that when I do... Um, but yeah, like that's it. that's Step Brothers. So why don't we um, talk about our favorite parts of Step Brothers? Wow, you did you did case job and my job. Watch perfectly. out, Nate. Watch out, buddy. I feel like uh, this would be a short conversation if we talked about the parts I didn't like because there are I can't think of a part in this movie that I don't enjoy. It's there's like a hint of being dated at like two moments, maybe, but it's so gentle that you're just like, okay, you're good. it's fine, it's good. I will say I do struggle with the therapist because <laughs> as a therapist, and then the therapist, she's so good with her boundaries and like she's a direct communicator. I do that. I speak very plainly like that to people, and mm-hmm. then at the end that she that they end up together unprofessional unprofessional but i still enjoy it (laughs) so you're yeah you're like this is funny but i will be reporting you the only thing stronger than manipulating the brain is the heart and that's right yeah so when that when that heart comes calling you could have all the the fancy doctorates on the wall that you want 
Mm-hmm. There's only True one loves. university that rules the rule, the roost, and that's the, the heart. Heart, heart University. <laughs> heart you. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that's what all the uh, unlicensed professionals say. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> me and Brenda are happy to n- announce our new show where we do therapy our way. Come step <laughs> into the office of Nate and Brent. Welcome to Heart University. That's kind of cute. Yeah. It yeah. could be a spinoff. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, you guys do the first half, and then I come in at the second half and be like, well, this was okay, and this no, wasn't okay. No, we <laughs> – our show, half five minutes introduction of the problem, 25 minutes of me and Nate solving the issue, and then the rest of the episode, Kate rewiring and reprogramming the person's brain yes. to forget what we said <laughs> yeah, and set them forth on the right track. Yeah. I think we got a hit on our hands, guys. Heart University. Do either of you have any step-siblings? No, no, and I we have my kids are step siblings though. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, did they um, did they were they territorial brothers or were they love brothers? They're love brothers. Isn't that nice? Aren't humans the best? They just grew up like they're like brother brother, but they're step brother. Can I can I do my therapist voice right quick? Yeah. Give me a, a sentence to say as a therapist. This is how I would speak in Heart University. It sounds like you're having complicated feelings about this. Well, Nate, it sounds like, to me, you're having complicated feelings about the situation. Frazier has left the building. Oh, he ad-libbed situation, too. He's a That's natural. Good. That's yeah. good. Eric, it was like, you know, the commercials, uh, McDonald's Sundays commercials where they're pouring the hot, the fudge over the ice cream with the perfect little twirl at the top and it's oozing down. Yeah. That's how my voice sounds like in that. See, to me, what what really happened to me was like, it sounded so similar to your normal voice, but like if you were um, like your brain had been wiped and your mm-hmm. personality was gone. Mm hmm. Like an alien had overtaken your body, like in Men in Black. Mm-hmm. It made me uncomfortable. Yeah, perfect. That's the way you should be yeah. at therapy. You should be on your toes. On your toes. Yes. On your toes. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I totally agree. Because God. you're coming here. No, Kate. Kate. At Hart University, you have to be on your toes because there's a reason you're here. And that way that you've been acting is yeah. not working. So come here. Yeah. Get on your toes. Get uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> Feel anxiety. Let the hot fudge roll down on you. That's so funny. The last time I heard that, uh, I laughed so hard I fell off my dinosaur. There's a thing about this movie. I've watched this movie a thousand times. I'm sure of it. And this, I said, look, I'm going to rewatch it for the show. And the version I had had extra parts in it. What are you talking about? I've I know. seen that version. Yeah. The, you watched there, the extended version. I don't know, but there's the when they're that because the scene that Kate just talked about, like that's so funny, it fell off my dinosaur. They there's a scene that goes on where uh, Will Ferrell makes special sauce for his fries. Oh, and I was and like, isn't special it just sauce, ketchup and, and mayo. Yeah, <laughs> my, you guys, my, my brother, my brother makes that sauce. That's yeah. my that's a max sauce to the extreme. So, so does Heinz. It's called ketchup or mayo <laughs> chup or something like that. Um, I was like, and I was shocked. And then I, uh, there was another extended scene where they're fighting in the yard with the bike and all that. And Mary Steenberg gets attacked by the, I got to get learned. Steenburgen. Her name is Mary Steenburgen. Mary S. Gets attacked by the, the blind guy's dog. Mm-hmm. And 
Will Ferrell yells out, my mother's being eaten by a Rottweiler. There's nothing I can do about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, this is amazing. I It's all ringing a bell to a time when I probably watched the DVD version mm-hmm. of this back in the day when someone had like, oh yeah, we got the extended cut here, Step Brothers on DVD. I Let's get some buckets it. and watch it. The first time I've ever seen this movie was the, was the first time I was ever introduced to John C. Riley, And the minute he yelled, what if I want wings? I'm like, this, <laughs> this guy's going to be just as good as Will Ferrell. Can you relate to that, though? I feel like, I mean, I don't, I can relate to wanting more than just pizza. Mm-hmm. Especially as a kid. Well, this is a big person like that. Like, I'm fine with just getting one thing, but Melissa wants a, a little taste of everything. Mm-hmm. I need a little variety. It's it's it felt more special, especially when I was younger. Like Friday night, you're gonna get pizza pop and wings. Yeah, it's mm. a triple threat. It's wings tri- are just pizza amazing. That's the that's the tattoo I want. Pizza pop and wings. <laughs> okay, so now we got we got three tattoos now. Yeah. <laughs> no, we don't have to get that one. We're going to look like the guy from Memento. I I do want to ask you guys, though, when they first meet each other, they introduce each other by their names and then they say what you have to call them. So it's like, you have to call me Dragon, you have to call me Nighthawk, and I I want us to say what our nicknames would be. Oh, okay. Okay, but you have to go first. Yeah, I'm ready. I got mine. Hey, I'm Kate. You have to call me the walrus. <laughs> the walrus? Yeah. Okay. Well, if I'm going to call you the walrus, you have to call me the daring monkey. Oh what? <laughs> what? These are so such simp cock names. <laughs> the daring monkey is simp cock? No. So is walrus. No, uh, walrus okay, is... Wait, we have to hear Nate. We have to hear Nate. Yeah, because I'm going to show you guys how you do it. Uh, you guys have to call me Wolf Fang. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Wolfgang sounds like probably like a real guy back in like Austria. It sounds like Wolfgang Puck. Got his ass. Damn. You just shut that down real quick, Kate. I, d- I really didn't think there was any way I was going to get it turned on me. Yes. Wolfgang Puck. The assassin finally got me or something besides me. Wolfgang Puck. Don't you feel like Walrus, though, is kind of powerful, but in like a back, like a back doorway? I think that Walruses are powerful, personally. They got big tusks mustaches and uh, they're a pile of muscles but daring monkey same thing it's it's the it's the first word daring that yeah that's the one i'm getting stuck on back in the day our nicknames were for our friends mine was the the inquisitive monkey and i just i I just changed it you you updated it yeah and my best friend was called the intellectual cobra okay (laughs) because he would just come in with a fact out of nowhere yeah, strike. Yeah. Fang. Here, boom. <laughs> Wolf Fang Puck. So, yeah, I'm sticking with Daring Monkey. I don't care. And uh, I also appreciate our show. You know, most comedy shows, they got all these improv guys, right? And they'd be like, my nickname is The Walrus. And then one of them would be like, do a whole scene about walruses. And on our show, we're like, my name's The Walrus. And we're like, no, it's not. Yeah, That's sorry. wrong. <laughs> That's incorrect. No. <laughs> I'm not going to call him dad. <laughs> They calls him son. That is a funny part of the movie where he knows this 
this man. He's a grown man. He's 40 years old. Adam can- Scott. <laughs> yeah. That <was> yeah. Fun. <laughs> that scene is so fucking funny. <laughs> How he gets so mad at Dale when Adam Scott can't remember his story. He's like, God damn it, Dale. My and first. Then a, and then it changes by the end. I, I don't know. I, I'm sorry, Brent. Please go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say my first time I laughed aloud with um, John C. Raleigh was, what if I want wings? And then Will Ferrell's was, I'll drop that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and that's like the first five minutes of the movie. So, I, you know, it's just a hilarious movie. Since I've seen this movie so many times, I was watching for different things, I think, because that's just what happens when you've seen a movie a bunch. And I noticed so many small little details that made me laugh so much, like in the scene when they're first having dinner together mm-hmm. and Dale is squirting like so much ketchup <laughs> on his plate. And he goes like, that's enough, Dale. And he keeps squirting. He like kicks the table. <laughs> just like the most like slice, but that was like exactly my dad. That's such a funny like, fucking like great yeah. actor moment of like Dale <laughs> kicking the table. Like, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I've been there, man. Yelled at for too much ketchup. <laughs> Will Ferrell and John C. Riley really embody teenagers yeah. in these 40 year old bodies. I think that's what makes it so funny is that hundred percent. You could see the immaturity. And the parents are playing it like a real drama, a real life drama of what it would be like to have 11 year olds. They're talking to them like 11 year olds and they're <laughs> choosing how they word things carefully and like giving them reassuring glances and stuff like that. It's no like power tools. It, it's so, <laughs> there's so much like subtle acting on the parents part, in my opinion, that makes the John C. Riley and Will Ferrell being ridiculous so much funnier. I agree completely. Like, they really ground it in, like, if they weren't playing it so straight like they are, it would be too campy. Like, how sad she is when they're sleepwalking and she's just playing it like, oh my God, this, she's so exhausted and she doesn't know what to do in her 40 year old. You know, immature children are sleepwalking and putting her purse in the fridge. Like, yeah, it's very, very good. This is how men want to act. Mm-hmm. 100% if society didn't have if we didn't have responsibilities to like have shelter and make money and all that this is how I would act 100% I mean I'm 41 and I'm on a podcast talking about fucking bullshit it's kind of how I act mm-hmm. and I feel like I, the you know, happy balance between these guys and professional guys yeah I think our my instinct is to uh, put that much cheese on a plate of nachos and stick it in the microwave and drink blue Kool-Aid and watch Shark Week. Like, yeah, I still do that. I still do that. Set my life up so that I can do it as much as possible. It's called not losing your dinosaur. And that's how Mm -hmm. you stay happy. Mm -hmm. I got, I opened a fortune cookie when I was in college and it said, Brothers don't weigh anything. <laughs> sorry, I had to interrupt. I'm sorry. No, 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 sorry. But what it really said was, you will age, but you will never get older. And I have really held on to that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I like to have fun and yep. I think it's okay. We're three scamps. That's the thing about it is we're all still a little scampy. What is a scamp? Is that a type of person? Yeah, it's like a little rascal. I would consider Nate and I very scampish. Oh, Kate's a scamp too, for sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Lots of cry humor in this one at all, and you yeah. know, Will Ferrell is master at it. Yeah, 
He's like <laughs> almost built to cry when the dinosaur fell off my dinosaur joke yep. was made to him. Yeah. Very hilarious. When they announced they're getting a divorce, the two of them crying. Very funny. <laughs> and John C. Raleigh threatens to throw up and he throws up. Oh my Amazing. God, I love I'm that. gonna puke. Um, I everyone, love that so much. Um, the, when they fought over the drum kit, um, and I mentioned this before, um, when they're fighting and he pushes Will Ferrell against the wall and his back is to him and he slides his fingers down his back, like he's <laughs> yeah. scratching them. That's, yeah. that's, one, that's one of my all time favorite parts of this movie. And yeah. I never noticed it until like my eighth watching viewing of it. And it's so funny. Um, it's like I an 80s to- wrestling move. Yeah, I talked about the uh, the ten thousand um, dollar nutsack that was made. Uh, oh, that prop. I, this is all coming back to me that yeah. the nutsack cost ten thousand dollars. Yeah, and which is just crazy in my opinion. Yeah, we could have gotten a nutsack model in there for two grand for the day. Oh, just give me some cat hair and some modeling clay. I don't remember this at all. Remember, he takes his nuts out on the drums. Oh yeah, because we should mention. Oh, we forgot to mention that. We watched this movie as the very first episode of our podcast, but the recording didn't work, so the episode never came out. So you you ha- you told us when we recorded the very first episode of the show. I told you guys that. No, I did. Oh, I was gonna say it'd be really bad if you forgot that, Kate. <laughs> Ten thousand dollars. What a golden nutsack! Dang. And Will Ferrell kept it afterwards. Of course he did. I mean, what you gonna throw that out? Ten grand. Wow. Absolutely not. That's going to be in the Smithsonian one day. I feel like I would, if I was, if I would take it too, but it would end up in my drunk drawer or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then you're like, you're yeah. rummaging, looking for tape, and you're like, oh, this fucking nutsack. <laughs> <laughs> you throw Eddie just immediately. <laughs> you should, in Hollywood, you, or Hollywood, excuse me, for Halloween, you tape mm-hmm. it to your chin and you go as a tea bag. Mm. No, I'm, I'm already bigger than McCracken. I've been thinking about your costume, Brent, and you mm-hmm. got to get like a, a fryer wig with like the fryer haircut. And then yes. you got to get another wig. It. Yeah. Yeah. Cut some of the hair off the other wig and put the comb over. That's, that's how you perfect. do it. That's I've spent perfect. Some, a lot of time thinking about this for you. Good. Because I didn't put any effort into it at all. And that's perfect. Yeah. yeah we have some time. Do. We have some time. Uh, where John C. Raleigh said he was going to join the family business. And he's like, you're, but she's your medical doctor. And be like, he always says, but who do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys ever been uh, bullied? Yeah. I was bullied uh, yeah. a lot in middle school. And I cannot imagine ever. I think I talked about this in the last episode. I can't imagine licking dog turds. But when I grew up in Bethany, Missouri, I was in kindergarten and I, there, my neighbor girl was younger and one of the neighbor boys told her that the dog turd was steak and she ate a piece of dog turd bully isn't Isn't it crazy isn't it weird how like kids are so sweet and wonderful and then when you leave them alone together it gets lord of the flies in like 20 seconds like what the fuck is going on with these little guys that is parents yep society both damn <laughs> capitalism we just, been, we just been smacked with an intellectual cobra yeah <laughs> that's what we've been smacked yeah with. i need the anti-venom bread start talking have you guys been bullied though do you have a history of being bullied either of not you? like not like 
viciously, but just enough that it's stuck. Just guys being like the way they are, you know. I got bullied a lot because of my nose, which now I'm kind of, I'm like my nose. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a very bullyable nose. Maybe well, you had a smaller face when you were a kid. Who? Well, I don't think it was, I just think it's like people just glom onto anything, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you can make anything an insult. If everyone joins in. Nice hair growing. Look how tall this guy is. And then all the people are like, tall, tall. Like, you can just do whatever. (laughs) Ruthless. That's ruthless. Your jeans are blue. (laughs) That was a big thing. Yeah. Like, remember Edwin jeans? Nope. Remember they had a little patch in the back with like three hats? They were like the big jeans around here. Those were, I never heard of these jeans. Edwin's really? Fuck. Anyway, they were like the in jeans when we were in like elementary school, middle school. And then one time a guy showed up with knockoff ones called Johnny Q's. Oh. Oh, oh. And then another kid came in junior high, came with a pair of sneakers called Suji's, mm. like S U E I. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh. And this I would never. Instead of what? I don't know. Just funny. Air, like Air Suji's. And we just, um, <laughs> then they I called never, Suji forever. Yeah. I never participated in it, but I would always spot what would happen. Like mm-hmm. this guy's going to get made fun of today. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, and that the Johnny Q jeans were like, no, nah, man, don't, don't. This is why the uniform's good. When we were talking right. about earlier, is like it, it at least limits the bullies to the physical body and not even your uh, socioeconomic status. Absolutely, we can't give them too much ammunition. No, picture like I got a belly full of white dog crap, and now you're making fun of my jeans. Yeah, dang, dang. <laughs> that's, that's such a good line. You lay this shit on me. <laughs> <laughs> Put liquid paper on a bee. That was amazing. Prestige Worldwide, one of their experiments they did. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! The it died. Yeah. When he sings, to me, that's the epitome of friendship. So that's why I chose this movie on our first month, which was friendship. Because when Brendan sings in front of Dale, and he's like so present with Brendan as he's singing. People are talking, talking about people. I just ignore them, but they keep us saying we laugh just a little too loud. We stand just a little too close. We stare just a little too long. Maybe they're seeing something we don't, darling. Let's give them something to talk about. Let's give them something to talk about. How about love? Love, 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 Brennan, I can't even make eye contact with you right now. Mm-hmm. Your voice is like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. Mm-hmm. But for a second, I think you took on the shape of a unicorn. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that is, I have friends like that. You guys are my friends like that. I have other friends like that. That is what true friendship is. If your friends are not celebrating you, your friends are not friends. Period. I love that scene so much that I sang along with Will Ferrell. <laughs> Mimicking the Will Ferrell pauses. Yep. 
get just i it's like i know it better than the bonnie Raitt version when he's singing the opera at the end oh so good and it's so it's it's very nice it's very nice like it's it's very touching it's it's very well done and then dale says boats and hoes that's the funniest that's the hardest i laugh every time i watch because you're not expecting it it's like a minute and a half into this beautiful song and then he's just playing drums he just leans to the mic boats and hoes and it's just amazing i'm playing drums and singing this song that to me is perfect this movie is literally perfect comedy for me i know it's not everyone's cup of tea but to me it's just so goddamn hilarious like we've watched a bunch of movies, even like great movies, and it was really easy to choose the, in my mind, the gold, silver, bronze. Like sometimes I even got to pull someone up to bronze who probably is like only doing okay, you know, uh, yeah. like the Tenacious D movie or something. I don't know. Uh, but this one is like, it was probably the hardest choice to pick who gets what medal because basically every single person in this movie is doing something very funny with the whatever opportunity they're given, like Horatio Sands, barely on screen, fucking hilarious. Rob Riggle, <sighs> barely on screen, hilarious. Is, I like, think he's problematic, though, Horatio Sands, isn't he? Why? Is he? I think he was into this, the, the old SA business. What do you mean? In regards to what? Sexual assault. Well, I know what that means. No, I feel like I would have heard more about that. Mm, let's do a quick little Google search. Yeah. Like in real life? Oh, yeah. In August 20th, the accuser requested that Jimmy Fallon and Lauren Michaels be added to the lawsuit. Allegedly, they enabled Sands' behavior on the 22nd oh, or 23rd yeah. of 2022. Rachel Sands settled with the accuser and the lawsuit was dismissed. Oh, no. We Not can't. Good. Don't delete this out of the podcast because that's what happens. They were probably hoping that people wouldn't remember that. Especially because... I really didn't know. So there's other people listening that didn't know. Underage abuse lawsuit. So there you go. Horatio says can get fucked. Kissing her, groping her breasts, groping her buttocks, and digitally penetrating her genitals forcibly and without consent. Fuck you, Horatio Sands. We're going to go on. Not funny. Wasn't yeah. funny. Worst part of the movie. We're going to go on record as saying we are not. North American Friends Movie Club is not a Horatio Sands podcast. No. If this is true, which I believe accusers. Mm-hmm. Get fucked, bud. Get fucked, bud. <laughs> You're not funny in this movie. And they should have yeah. uh, They should have given this to, uh, uh, let's name an SNL guy who's not, Chris Parnell. They should have let Chris Parnell. Okay, Zach. He seems or nice. Chris Parnell's good, too. Absolutely. Yeah. They should have let Chris it. Parnell do the drums. Let me do a quick little Google. Chris Purnell was accused. No, just. <laughs> oh, uh, even as like annoying as Rob Riggle is, sometimes he was very funny in it. Like you think Rob Riggle's annoying? Well, his whole shtick is just to yell, and yeah, yeah. And I would it, agree that I can take it or leave it sometimes, but this is perfect for him. Name any Rob Riggle movie, and I will tell you his trademark from that movie. What, was it yelling in the first a movie? But he's spectacular as Schmidt's brother on New Girl, and he's not yelling. Okay, he's very funny. Okay. I'm talking about we're a movie podcast, Kate. Yeah, what's what's a television program? Never even heard of it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Sorry. You guys don't I, have that up in Canada. I, I consume media two hours at a time. And that's it. 
<laughs> I want t-shirts made. I want that on one. I consume me the two hours of time. And I'm for Kate, I'm getting her a t-shirt that says, um, I have something to say, but I, you, you don't have to put this on the show. <laughs> um, but if Rob Riggle was good in this, uh, Adam Scott was just amazing as yeah. the annoying guy. Yeah. Oh, God. Isn't he good in everything? Adam he's, Scott is a treasure. He's so night and day in this and in Severance as the two things that I like. He's got range, this guy. He's got range. He can play no, it is hard uh, sympathetic, to do. both sympathetic and non-sympathetic is not easy. I I agree. And I feel like other than Will Ferrell, who... It's kind of like watching Robin Williams do do drama. Like it feels kind of weird, like seeing your dad cry. But like John C. Riley and Adam Scott and Catherine Hahn and Mary Steenburgen and the dad whose name I can't remember right now. Richard Jenkins, but I wrote Richard, down Richard, Dick Jenks. Oh, Dick, Dick Jenks. Jenks. They're all great at uh, transitioning between comedy and drama, and it feels yeah. like a very uh, easy transition for them. Yeah. At the very end where he's talking about how he wants the dad or Dick Jenks wants them to be themselves. Yeah. Like, of course you want your kids to be this, this, this well-behaved, respectful adults living life. And um, when they do become that, he realizes that life was so much more fun when they were just themselves as inconvenient as it was. Yes. I'm living that with my dogs, with Eddie and Clark. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sure. Right? Didn't see this part coming. This is great. It was a left turn. Because you want them to be well-behaved dogs. You want them to sit when they're told to sit, you know, be productive dog members of society. I want when I say, go sit, and they sit, and then I throw like a, a, a carcass of chicken on the floor, and they look at it, but they don't move, and I they'll sit there for four to five minutes, and I'll say, break, and they'll run and get the chicken. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's not them. No. You want Eddie making his own little prestige worldwide every time you leave the house. I want them Crashing putting your paper boat. on a bee, <laughs> yeah. breaking up the Gilded Lady, wearing Chewbacca masks, doing activities, kicking pumpkins, and it's annoying as fuck. But you know what? When they're gone, they're only mm -hmm. here for so many years. Mm -hmm. I'll know that they lived every kind of minute that they wanted to. Yep. And I'm just the worst fucking enabler ever. Mm -hmm. But they enjoy their lives. Yeah. And this is what I'm living with. I'm living with the stepbrothers. You've converted me, Brent, honestly. I used to be like very upset whenever people have misbehaving dogs. Because I'm like, uh, I know dogs that can pull a sled. Like, what the fuck is this motherfucker yeah. doing? <laughs> yeah. Brag. Yeah. <laughs> Not to brag, you guys, but I know some dogs that can pull sleds. Uh, but, but you've converted me and now I like your free range dogs better. I'm not going anywhere. Like I'm not, I'm not converted at all. I'm not doing anything that requires me. I'm not hosting fancy parties. Mm -hmm. I'm not going away anywhere. Um, I've resigned the fact I like to being a homebody and hanging out with my dogs. <laughs> I and just realized you're living with Mr. Bean, but in dog form, like you don't have the <laughs> boss coming over for dinner. <laughs> Yeah, and he ate the thing, the turkey, so I got to make a new one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's for sure we're not coming to visit your house. Why not? Here's the deal. You can come. It's so uncomfortable when people have ill-behaved animals, and they're like, oh my god, just let them 
fucking bite you and it'll no, be No, he's fine. not going to do that. Though. He's not going to bite you. I he's... can't leave my purse on the ground. He'll like dig around. No, no can't he do wouldn't. That. He won't do it in front of you. If we're there, he won't do it. Mm-hmm. He's you just got to like, keep an eye on that purse, Kate. You know, he'll you come can't up to just... you. No, he won't touch a thing in front of you. <laughs> when we're there, it's when he's alone. Mm, he gets little just, Kevin McAllister, starts setting up traps. I know I'm a little long-winded with this, but I mentioned yesterday we went to this grad party for my best friend's son, and everyone asked us how the new puppy is, and we were honest. We're saying he's terrible, and all the people that were there with the <laughs> that listened to the podcast know. They, they all said, oh, yeah, it's funny. He does this, and I'm like, everyone thinks I make stuff up, and, and, and he's not as bad as I say. He's, no, he's terrible. Mm-hmm. He's very lovable. He's terrible. So we describe what he does, and they're like, oh, my God. And so I said, you know what? We have a Furbo. You know what they are? The in-home camera that yeah, that spot, like video Dog records spy. the dogs. Yeah, and they she shoot treats out and all that so i said i don't know oh my lord i said melissa pull up the footage let's see what they did while we're here <laughs> so there we are 25 minutes away and there's nothing we can do but we just we bring up the, the live footage we immediately see a ring of white powder <laughs> in a circular motion or circular pattern around our coffee table in our living room <laughs> So we know we got into something. They bought Coke. <laughs> I assumed it was a bag of flour. I'm like, he got into a bag of flour. And everyone's watching the footage and we're all laughing like, oh my God, you guys are right. He's a fucking asshole. He does everything bad right away. I'm like, yes, this is what we live with. But um, so we, we, we went through the footage and found the exact what we see. This little black dog run by the camera with a bag in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And we see him spread all the white powder. Turned out it was the... Um, uh, the baking soda that you put on carpet and stuff and vacuum up with carpet baking soda. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't bad. He was basically <laughs> doing half the job for you. If you think so about we it, vac- I got home, I vacuumed the <laughs> yeah. couch and the couch smells great. Yeah. So, but that was just a little prime example of, Hey, yeah, this is our life. I'm an enabler and they're only here. They're in the words trooper. We're here for a good time. Not a long time. Mm-hmm. Did you guys know that I made a quiz? Ooh. Ooh, why don't we do this? Does anyone have anything else to say about Step Brothers? Great, great film that we all loved. Mr. Gardaki, let's do the quiz. Let's do the quiz. Okay. Number one. How long does Brendan put the nachos in the microwave in the first scene? 50 seconds, one minute, 110, 120. I'm going to say 50 seconds. Um, I'm going to say he puts the nachos on for one minute and 10 seconds. He's heating up. Brent is correct. This guy's made some nachos. Yeah, I've got, I got high expectations for myself on this quiz. Number two, what kind of pants is Brennan wearing in the first scene? Are they kiss print, Star Wars print, animal print, or plain black? Brent. Uh, they are animal print. This is hard because I'm going to say Star Wars. I'm going to say Star Wars. This is annihilated. Wow. Whoa! No! Nate is correct. Ooh, I almost talked myself out of it. I was like, they might have had to get licensing for the Star Wars, and I don't know if they would have let them do it, but I just went with my heart. Your heart was correct. That's what's the show called, Brent? I can't remember. Heart, Heart, Heart University. Heart University. <laughs> <laughs> Number three. Which is not one of the three things Robert says he likes when first meeting Nancy? Tennis, 
racquetball, Korean food, coins. I'm going to say coins. I'm going to say tennis. Brent is correct. He's on fire! Speaking of this movie, there was several nudie magazines featured. Uh-huh. Who? This is the question number four. Who was the cover model for the highest selling nudie magazine ever? Oh. Your, your answers are Madonna, Vanessa Williams, Lena Forsen, LaToya Jackson. This is my turn. Mm-hmm. Vanessa Williams. That was my initial reaction because I think Vanessa Williams was like a Miss America. So that would be like salacious to a lot of people. But I'm going to mm-hmm. say we're all dirty dogs. It's got to be LaToya Jackson. I wish it was LaToya Jackson, Jackson, but it is Vanessa Williams. He's heating up. Wow, Brent. You had it, Nate. Damn. Nate, you're you're talking yourself out of every answer. I, I'm not following what I learned at school. And what's my alma mater? Heart University. Heart you. You got to follow so your heart. What do we got here? Three to one. Brent? I thought I thought it was China. I thought that was remember when China posed for Playboy? Mm, yeah, I bet she sold a lot. Those were the top four. And it was and I looked up top selling magazines, period, and they're in the top ten. Wow. These What these was the top just, selling magazine of all time? It was something boring. It was like It was when Stephen Hawking's posed for Playboy. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right, number five. Which Will Ferrell movie was released after Step Brothers? Stranger Than Fiction, Curious George, Semi-Pro, The Other Guys. Stranger Than Fiction. Curious George. I'm finally on the board. The answer was The Other Guys. The Other Guys. Wow, he did Stranger Than Fiction before Step Brothers? Mm-hmm. What a dude. All right, number six. For which movie was John C. Riley nominated for an Academy Award? Chicago, Stan and Ollie, Magnolia, Cedar Rapids. What was the first one? Chicago. Second one? Stan and Ollie. Third? Magnolia. That one. Okay. The excellent guess. Because that was a great film. But it's got to be Chicago. This is annihilated. Wow. Whoa! Oh, no! Nate is correct. Yes! Because he sings a song. He sings Mr. Cellophane. It's a great performance. We should, we, should post, we should post the performance on our Twitter feed. Maybe we should do that. So we got two to three to one. <laughs> yeah. 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 Who is older? Will Ferrell, John C. Riley, Adam Scott, Catherine Hahn. John C. Riley. I'm going to say Will Ferrell. This is annihilated. Whoa, no. The game is tied. Oh, my God. I could flip this whole table and laptop setup I have. (laughs) (laughs) How old are they? Uh, John C. Riley's three years older than Will Ferrell or two. Will Ferrell looks like an old piece of beef jerky now. Oh, I'm so mad. I judged a book by its cover. Yep. I shouldn't have. Yep. So we've got 10 questions total. So there's three questions left. So there's oh, wow. Okay. Damn. Good quiz. 
things. Going off their real ages, how old would Nancy Huff have been when she gave birth to Brendan Huff? 10 years old? 12 years old? 14 years old? 16 years old? 12. She would have been 12 years old. Uh, I'm going to say 12 too. That was my original instinct. Give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. The score is three to three to two. The Ooh. answer is fourteen years old. 14. We got a we got a we got a game going here. Nancy, or uh, excuse me, Mary Steenburgen, one of our most beautiful actresses, is seventy years old. I wrote yeah, down, uh, and I didn't say it earlier, but she might have some of the nicest teeth in Hollywood. I noticed during mm. this movie, just gorgeous teeth. Long-term relationship with Ted Danson, one of the handsomest men alive. Just think of that couple. Just think of going over to their house for dinner. God, you'd just be, you'd be looking I at it. You'd be looking at her like uh, Dick Jenkins is looking at Adam Scott while he tells his fishing story. <laughs> Benito run. I think I'd be fine. Oh, I'd, I'd oh you be... could play it cool? Yeah. Okay. No, it's Mary Steenberg and then, what's her name? Tim, t- Mary Steve Virgin, Steve Virgin, Ted Danson, and Ted Danson. Yeah, nah, that's nothing for me. It's that's light work. That's light work. <laughs> not that. What I'd be, I'd be fine. I believe you too. I'm not going to question it. I believe you. you'd be fine. Not me. <laughs> now I'm not saying I'd be cooler than all celebrities. I'm just saying <laughs> Mary Steenberger and uh, Ted Danson. Oh my God. No problem. <laughs> okay, nine. We're tied up three, three, two. Will Farrell's father, Roy, toured with what musicians, with which musicians for 20 years? The Everly Brothers, Paul Anka, Leonard Skinner, the Righteous Brothers. I'm going to say Paul Anka. I'm going to say the Everly Brothers. It's a three-way tie. Wow. The answer is wow. the Righteous Brothers. Wow. The righteous Brothers. Kate. Great. This is, yeah, this is just, this is a masterful We're at question 10. We've each gotten three right. This is, we haven't split any. We've heard nine sound effects. A new record. (laughs) Too many. Too many sound effects. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Question number 10. Adam McKay is a founding member of what comedy troupe? Improv Olympic? Upright Citizens Brigade? The Groundlings, the whitest kids you know. I'm going with the Groundlings. That's what I was thinking, too. I'm going Groundlings. Well, we're not going into inter- overtime because Kate has won the quiz. Give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. I was I would have battled so much on the ground. What do you think it is? What do you, I Whitest tell you kids answer. you know? Up the citizen one. Yeah, upright citizens brigade. <sighs> Kate, that was congratulations. You deserved it. The win. I faltered. I started off hot as a fucking coal in the fire, and then I fizzled out. I really didn't think I was gonna win. I really didn't. Why don't we give this movie a rating? Let's do it. First up. The script. Script. 
What do you guys think We're of the script? We're going to take over no, hosting do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> You'll never hear me complain. First up, script. What do you think, Nate? What would you give the script? Uh, this was actually hard. I find this movie so funny. I find the performances all very funny. I bet the funniest parts of this movie were improvised. Yep. Yep. This was, you're on the same wavelength I'm in. So I'm going to go eight. It's just. Well, yeah. Nailed it. Same as the no, exact thing I was going to give it a nine. I'm going to give it a nine because it wasn't complicated. It was easy to follow, but there was still like a plot that had some turns. You know what I mean? I bet this was like bare bones framework of a script. And they said, let's, here's what situation is. Just do your thing, guys. And that's all it was. I bet it was more written than you would think. Because it was written by Adam McKay and Will Ferrell. Like, I'm sure they had bits in it already. Anyway, I'm giving it a nine. Oh, wait one second. Eddie just opened the door. Sorry. Come here, Eddie. Was that Jeremy? Yeah, it's Jeremy. He sounds exactly like you. Jerry, apparently you sound exactly like me. Really? And what was the thing you... Listen you, to how deep his voice who is. Was, who was laughing exactly like me? Me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, was at, I was at work. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Love it. Love you too, bud. Um, oh, my God. That's the sweetest thing that's ever happened on this podcast. What? just you're talking to your son and i remember when we did borderline jeremy was like six or seven years old and now he's like a grown-ass man when he first when we first got my cell phone it was like before puberty um and he made his voicemail and it says hi i'm jeremy and i can't come and it's really his like his bit like childlike voice and the deal was that we'll keep paying his cell phone bill is if he doesn't change his voicemail. <laughs> That's hilarious. Did so, he do it? It's still him as a, like a baby Amazing. child. Yeah. Oh, Amazing. So if you call his cell phone, I know it. sometimes I'll, I'll give his number and you can call and listen to it. I'll, um, I'll just call it just to hear his like baby voice. It's very, <laughs> That's it's, so sweet. Yeah. I'm like, I'll tell him like, Jeremy, don't pick up. And he's like, okay. And he'll go right to voicemail. And it's like, oh, and now he's like taller than me. And he's got it like, he's, experimenting with different facial hairs yeah he works at a gas station he's pushing you in lockers telling you to give him money yeah always oh, smells like gas i'm like the coolest <laughs> guy ever <laughs> like literally he just walked in with his deep ass voice picked up a dog with his like his mechanic outfit on smelling like yeah. gas he had a toothpick and he was flipping a coin he did that thing where he like pretend to lunge at me and i flinched <laughs> <laughs> So where are we have the music. Music. <laughs> music. Music. I really liked the music because it didn't take away from it, but there were so many bangers, so much acapella. This gets yeah. a 10 from me. Oh, it's 10. 100% just for the, the song at the very end. I thought you were going to be, that was going to be a quiz question. I, what was the name of it? That would have been a great quiz question. Yeah, it was Pedatoria or something like that. I looked it up. I uh, usually want to dock a movie. If it doesn't have lots of its own original score, but this has just enough and it's very funny and all the bangers piled on top of that. Got to give it a 10. Yeah. Boats and hoes. Got to give it a 10. Oh the my God. Of the Pinto, the Santa Maria. <laughs> oh, <what> was that? <laughs> yeah. Every yeah, time that. I come, I produce a court. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That yeah, singing dude. that out makes me want to go back and maybe give it more in the script, but no. Okay. Art direction. <laughs> the art direction for this movie. So many great masks. 
I'm giving it a 10. <sighs> think you about know, the boats. Think about the outfits. Think about the house. Think about uh, the, the bedrooms. Two different quality Chewbacca masks is pretty funny. Yes. I'm not even upset that mine's not movie quality. Yeah, that's a <laughs> um, gag. Listen, I want to give it a 10. I do, because everything was good. Tuxedos. The thing that bothers me, and it always bothered me about this movie is- White no, that even that looked kind of like it was too white, and you could tell it was confectioner sugar on it. But, um, oh my god, I know, um, I know, <laughs> uh, trust me, I know. Um, <laughs> the scene where they're they're breaking pumpkins and kicking stuff, and they break up the bag of Doritos. Mm-hmm. Why toasted corn Doritos? Yeah, Never it really them. bothers me. I know it really bothers they me. They didn't want to so waste give it a nine. Didn't want to waste the good stuff. No, it just I don't it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I'd say it's just totally fine. It's gonna give it an eight. Gonna go ten, nine, eight, gives it overall okay. nine. Okay. It's an American comedy film. It's as simple as that. One comedy film that came from America. It's goddamn funny. It's shot in the United States without a doubt. Catalina, that's in America. It's a ten. Of course it's a 10. Oh, it's, it's, of course it's a 10. And quick uh, fact, but they filmed it as a joke. They filmed the Catalina wine mixer on the opposite side of Catalina. So you can see the Catalina Islands in the background. Very funny. Oh, yeah. goodness. Even funny. Yeah. Yeah. Because also, you don't want to be taking all the cameras on the boat. Come on. No. The, <laughs> the theme of this month, August is for relaxation. How relaxed did you guys feel watching this movie? And it's an even more excellent te- test because we watched it like three months ago. Huh. Oh, it's a 10. I mean, it's like, yeah. It's a 12. It's a 14. Yeah. It's a 10, a 10. samurai bath with hibiscus petals in the warm mm. water. Mm. 10. Lavender. Hell yes. Pull a little chain and some monster gives you some spices to put in your bath. I just picture you getting into your homemade samurai bath and you have a little baggy labeled JCBs. And people are like, what are JCBs? You're like Japanese cherry blossoms. <laughs> I get tired of writing it so much. My yeah, hand got tired. JCBs. JCBs. You look at them like they're weird. Like, what? What, what do you mean? Look, JCBs. This guy obviously doesn't have a bath. <laughs> Step Brothers gets a 47.3. Oh, 47.3. Yeah. One of the most highest rated movies ever made. One of the greatest film cinema pieces ever committed to celluloid three comedy people higher than space balls wow it beats space balls it beats space i agree i'd rather watch this than space balls even though i love that space balls if you're gonna if you're gonna make me watch one so roger rabbit got a 48 perfect film uh yeah beyond that it's just below maybe silence of the lambs silence of the lambs because it remains to be seen what'll be silence of the lambs at 49.5 and that was one of the greatest surprises of our podcast is i never would have guessed so it means like you, you never know what's gonna please the north american friends we're a diverse group here yeah. of us white people, white middle class people. Yeah. Yeah. Who never had any strife and Yeah. Right. Not a problem ever in life. Yeah. If you needed that opinion from those type of people, you're getting the most varied opinion. Yeah. Finally. Yeah. Uh, Finally. I wear a purse. That's Fair cool. enough. Fair enough. Man. You guys want to give uh this movie some medals? Yeah. Hell yeah. 
like I said, this was, this was the hardest one for me. Cause I think there's so many people who are so funny in this movie. So, so many stand-ups. I pulled a Brent and I decided to split my bronze medal between two people. I'm giving it to both parents, Mary Steenbergen and Dickie Jenks. Okay. I can agree with that. Got it. They both get the bronze there. This movie would be way less funny without the two of them just doing good acting. You need good acting to hold up against the foolishness of the other two. Yeah. Yeah. I need those serious. I, I need those chops. Yeah. I would watch these two do uh cat on a hot tin roof. That's how good they are at acting. I don't know what that is, but it sounds boring. I don't know what it yeah. is either. Other than I feel like it's, it's a play where like a married couple is drunk in bed and they're yelling at each other. And I feel like if I uh, Google it, I'm probably right. Isn't that Virginia Woolf? Who's afraid of Virginia Woolf and they're just drunk and yelling at each other too. Is that what plays are? <laughs> I didn't know we, we had a new segment, a new nerd segment. Is on the that podcast. what plays are? <laughs> uh, I wasn't kidding either. Me neither. What did you guys give Brent, a bronze did, to? Yeah. Oh, I gave my bronze to Mr. Will Farrell. Oh. Um, he, it's, and it's not, it's not like a knock against him. He's very hilarious in this movie. One of his probably, top three favorite Will Ferrell performances. It's just, he's getting penalized because he's so good in everything that he is in that he gets bronze in this, which is crazy. I gave my bronze to Catherine Hahn because I find that character so entertaining mm-hmm. and hilarious and uh, unique because uh, it really plays off of uh, John C. Riley's like innocence and immaturity. And also it's very funny to watch a woman urinate while standing. Mm-hmm. She's and, the lady. Uh, she she's the, the lady horny Gary. Yeah. <laughs> what does he say when he, she puts her leg up, starts being she's in the stable, urinal. pony boy. <laughs> no, but he says something though. You're, you're incredible. Yeah. You're incredible. <laughs> <laughs> Who'd you guys give your silver medal to? Oh my God. Are we still on silver? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Um, Adam Scott's getting my silver. Just amazing performance. Super annoying douchebag guy. The scene in the Range Rover where he's singing Sweet Child of Mine. Amazing. Um, he does a great job of making me uncomfortable the mm-hmm. whole time. I gave him my silver medal as well for the same reasons. This is this is the introduction to the world to Adam Scott for the most part. And he's yep. an absolute hero. Uh, I've loved him ever since. And he is... If they had cast a bigger, like classically handsome guy, it wouldn't be nearly as funny as this just like little dick motherfucker. Like he's so small and weaselly and he plays it up so much. And like we said, he's so different in severance. So fucking what an actor. What a, what a king. He had to to make his nut. He had to make his nut. Yeah. I am giving my silver to two people, Adam Scott and Richard, Richard Jenkins. Okay. Because Dick Jank. I, uh, Dick Jank, uh, <laughs> it's horrible. It sounds uh, like a sound that your car no, makes. No, it's okay if you say Dick, You gotta go Dickie Jenks. Dick Jank. Dickie Jenks. Adam Scott, for all the reasons you said, and then, uh, Dickie Jenks, because, uh, his character in this film is so frustrated and, mm-hmm. I think the scene 
where it's Christmas and he goes to drink at the cheesecake, <laughs> cheesecake factory <laughs> is such a sad place to be. And so Mary Steenburgen's character is so uh, codependent and oh my god. You could write, you could really write like a fucking paper on this if you were a psychologist. In grad school, we had to choose a movie and do an analysis of the characters and basically diagnose them with mental health issues. And I wish I would have chosen this because I think it's, it would have been more entertaining than the one I chose. What did you choose? The hardest movie ever to choose, which was American Psycho, and I shouldn't have done it. It's too complicated, tough. and I shouldn't have done it. That's a tough one. I wish I would have done Step Brothers. <laughs> uh, so if you're out there and you're a psychology student and you get to choose a movie, this would be a fun one to choose. Uh, gold medals. It's time to give out the gold medal. Uh, Mine my- is a tie. I'm okay. going before Brent. Yeah. It's between my boys, Will and John, Dale and Brennan. You can't have this movie without both of them. I I agree. My gold is going to be John C. Riley, um, just for the fact that it's impossible to be more funny than Will Ferrell in a movie, um, and John C. Riley has done it in all their movies together. He was really funny in Tally Day Nights, and he had the most funny parts for me in this movie. I uh, I think. If you had asked me after the first 20 times that I watched this movie, I would have had both Will and John in my medals. Mm -hmm. But the more I watch it, the more I uh, just appreciate the incredible performances of everyone else. I'm giving my gold medal to Catherine Hahn. A star is born. The funniest. The star is born. The standout, the valedictorian of this movie. She's a golden angel, and I love her in everything she appears in. I hope we get to see her and more. I have often thought that if I was going to have a movie of my life, that Catherine Hahn could be someone that would play me in it. Absolutely. Yep. I totally agree with that. Obviously, Jody, if, if we want, look, we're going to, we're going to first offer is going to Jody because that makes this a box office hit. Right. (laughs) But if Jody passes, we're definitely Catherine Hahn's next on the list. I don't know if Jody could pull off, my level of uh, this charming uh, exuberance. I didn't think so until you brought up Maverick. Okay, and then I'm yeah. like, oh, no, she can be uh, a, a Missouri Belle if she needs to be. But I'm pretty goofy, right? Like, and I, I you guys haven't met me in real life, but I use a lot of my body. Like, mm. there's a lot of physical humor. And I don't. A lot of eyebrows. I don't know if. A lot of eyebrows. <laughs> You guys have seen me from the neck up. (laughs) Anyway. Um, Well, that's all the segments of our show, correct? Correct. We have to do one last thing. We're we're switching it up this month because we forgot to do a poll in time. But Brent remembered at the last minute to at least ask the audience for an audience suggestion movie. So why don't you tell us how this is going to work, Brent? Yeah, it's so a professional I, podcast. This we make like we talked about before. This such a long name, and we also like to make things very difficult mm-hmm. on ourselves. So, but what we're going to do as three podcast hosts is I posted a tweet out to um, the theme and some suggestions. Received well over fifty suggestions. Are you kidding, Brent? I'm not kidding. 
Um, God, you still got it, Merman. No, it's. I think we got it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely Merman. I'm going to name off rapid fire every single movie that people commented. So everyone gets a fair shake at it. Um, and we're going to write down the three that catch our eye. Each. This stresses me out already. Don't, I'm already stressed. Don't get stressed out. Don't sweat. Three that uh, catch your eye. Could be any. And then we're going to write down our three. And then we're going to compare lists. And then we'll decide uh, based off the comparison of those lists. Yep. Okay. I love this. Okay. This is like a new game. I'm so I've never been more stressed. And I'm going to I'm going to speed up your voice in the yeah, in the thing so you, so you don't have to rush. I'll, I'll rush. But will you say it slower for us? So like yeah. We, yeah, yeah, of course. yeah, I'll speed it up. You okay, got it. Don't you, feel dude. the need to of rush. Course. <laughs> you guys just listen to the movies I say and um, we'll go from there. So the movies are Mamma Mia, Stick It, Die Hard, Decoy Bride, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, Back to the Future, Nothing But Trouble, The Shining, Die Hard, Overboard, E.T., Barb and Star, Go to Vista Del Mar, Grind, Dave, Boondock Saints, Lockout, Beetlejuice, uh, Lord of the Rings, Legend, Nacho Libre, Moulin Rouge, The Goonies, uh, Mad, Mad, Mad World. I don't think you said enough mads, dude. I know. Save some mad for the rest of us. <laughs> the Fugitive. Uh, the Way, Way Back, Nightmare Before Christmas, Rocky Horror, 1984, Dark Knight, uh, Mean Girls, um, The Princess Bride, Speed, The Last of Sheila, Big Trouble in Little China, Terminator 2, Joy Luck Club, Dazed and Confused, A River Runs Through It, uh, Totoro and Ponyo, She's the Man, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, Return of the King, Midnight Run, any one of the original Star Wars trilogy, Blazing Saddles, Ocean's Eleven, Skyfall, The Martian, Meet the Parents, Happy Gilmore, Joe Dirt, With Niall and I, The Big Lebowski, um, Napoleon Dynamite, Rounders, Young Frankenstein, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, Lost in Translation, When Harry Met Sally. If your suggestion never ha- got read out by me, don't blame me. Blame Mr. Musk and the X app. I wrote down five. So I had written down probably close to ten, and then I... Uh, I cold, yeah. if you will, C-U-L-L-E-D yeah. uh, from that. And I've got five. Okay. Who's going first? I want Nate to go first. Here are the, how many? One, two, three, four, five, five movies I wrote down and would be equally excited to watch either of them. Oh, Brother, Where Art Thou? Nacho mm-hmm. Libre. Happy mm-hmm. Gilmore. Blazing Saddles. Princess Bride. Now... Kate. I like those. Uh, my movies I wrote out of that uh, are Dave, for sure, Princess Bride, Dazed and Confused, Ocean's Eleven, and Rounders. I've written down four. I've wrote down The Goonies, Nothing But Trouble, Napoleon Dynamite, and Young Frankenstein. Ooh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? The the only crossover is Princess Bride between Nate and mm-hmm. I. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You guys have both seen it though, right? Princess Bride? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Have you never seen it? I've never seen it. We I think to we got to watch it, man. I think I think you're going to find it pretty comfortable too. Yeah, I was surprised with all the, with all the good responses. That's we got some good ones. All right. Well, I guess all we have left to do is say goodnight, Kate. Good night, Kate. 
Goodbye, okay? Grandfather's here. Can't you tell me I'm sick? I'll pinch my cheek. I hate that. Maybe he won't. Hey, how was the sickie? Huh? I brought you a special present. What is it? It was the book my father used to read to me when I was sick, and I used to read it to your father. And today, I'm going to read it to you. It was a time when life didn't seem so complicated. Marriage is what brings us together today. What? 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 I'm killing myself once we reach the honeymoon suite. Wouldn't that be nice? A courtly age. Of gentle conversation. I won't always come for you. But how can you be sure? This is true love. Oh, no. Is this a kissing book? No. Actually, there was a lot of treachery, peril, and revenge. Prepare to die. Never go in against a Sicilian when death is on the line! <laughs> there were affairs of state. But I've got my country's 500th anniversary to plan, my wedding to arrange, my wife to murder, and Gilda to frame for it. I'm swamped. And affairs of the heart. My Wesley will always come for me. Your Wesley is dead. I've seen worse. Bye bye, boys. Have fun storming the castle. It's more than turning. What's the difference? We've got him. Think it'll work? It would take a miracle. Bye bye. It's a story of love, a tale of adventure. It's as real as the feelings you feel. You're kissing again. Someday you may not mind so much. The Princess Bride. Not just your basic, average, everyday, ordinary, run-of-the-mill, ho-hum fairy tale. What a wicked thing to do. Make me With you. All right. Well, there's the ending of next episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>